Hi, welcome to Respawning Fire, the kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast where three lifelong friends gather to talk about video games. I am Holden. I'm here with Holden Depardo, at Holden Depardo. This is... Chad Michael Ennis, at Chad Mike Ennis. Look at you. Whoa, I finally figured it out. And you are you, and that's why we love you. We have a special side quest to talk about... Doom 2016, our barf game for the month of August of the year 2019. The year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Chad has not played Doom 2016 before, but he, has, he played all the Doom games before, or just Doom 3? I've played just a little bit of Doom 3 before, and then I've played like two minutes of Doom, like a third, uh, like regular-ass Doom. Original-ass okay. Doom on, like, a TI-89 calculator and, like, a PC. <laughs> That's the preferred way of playing it. A bunch of places. You know, you play it for, like, two minutes, like, oh, this is interesting as a fun distraction for a second. And then you're like, just kidding, I don't <laughs> like it. I have played Doom 2016 before. I played it when it came out. Um, I had not played Doom before, really. We had, like, a server going in one of our classes, uh, when we were supposed to be, you know, participating in class, we'd all just play Doom instead because the teacher couldn't see our computers, and it was a lot of fun. Don't remember What's what Doom instead? Was. Is Doom instead the sequel? Oh, <laughs> so funny, <laughs> so clever. Um, so I, I played. I don't can't remember if that was even Doom One or Doom Two, but I didn't like play the campaign. It was just kind of like playing some like a random map we, we would have. Uh, but I did play Doom Twenty Sixteen. I wanted to replay it again before Doom Eternal came out. Came and. My first question to you, Chad, and we'll get into what uh, our listeners and people who've been playing along with us had to say as well. Well, we'll chime into that. But before we get to that, I want to know, are you going to play Doom Eternal after playing Doom 2016? I will eventually play some or maybe all of Doom Eternal. That is my <laughs> answer. <laughs> so initial impressions that I don't feel you're too warm on it then? Question mark? I wouldn't say not too warm. I just... Um, I got tired of it. I got tired of it by the end. Okay. By about two-thirds of the way through. I see. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. It, for, for what reason? Like, Do you want to elaborate? Yeah, you want me to just go in depth? You want me to just jump in? Yeah, let's just, just jump cool. in. Yeah. So I played this game. I've, I've technically played two parts of this before. One, I played the demo of it when it came out. And then I've played Doom VFR, which I was led to believe was an entirely different experience. But I was very surprised to find that about the middle third of the game, I was like, I've done all of this before. Why do I know what all of this is? Why do I know where everything is and where all these monsters are going to pop out? What's about to happen? It's like, oh, this is Doom VFR. So I've, I have played a significant part of the middle of this game through Doom VFR. I guess, I don't know. I don't remember whether I finished it or not. But anyway, um, I played... This game, all the way through, to completion, sexually, we climaxed both together at the same time. It was beautiful. <laughs> but I, there are a few things that I love about this game. I love the pace of this game. And I think it does something that no other shooter does, that it encourages you to constantly keep moving. It encourages you, if you are low on health, you don't hide. The solution is keep shooting. Uh, and especially keep uh, what's the what's the name of the thing where you jump at the person and rip them to shreds? Glory kill. Keep glory killing yeah. because that's going to get you health. Oh, uh, so fun too. It kind of reminds <laughs> me of the bloodborne mechanic where you know you have the small p- window of time when you can actually gain back your health by hitting the enemy. 
Um, so that's what it reminded me of. When oh, I was that's a good it. comparison. I like that. It's not exactly the same thing, but it's a similar concept right. to kind of keep you in the action. Exactly. Both of them encourage you to continue fighting rather than running away. Uh, the few times that I did like straight up hardcore die hard was, were times when I wasn't moving that fast. And as soon as I died, I was like, fuck, you know what? I did stop or I got cornered in here. The level design is really, really great so that you can almost – it is almost impossible to not move. Like you can't yeah, get you literally have to. There's a, there's a way out of every single spot, every single corridor. There's always somewhere to go. So I never feel like I got trapped, which leads to the encouraging you to keep moving uh, and fighting in the combat. I enjoyed the combat and the variety of the enemy types. I loved that every – there are a couple of ways that it encouraged me to use every single weapon. Well, not necessarily every single weapon, but a large variety of weapons. Um, part of it is the scarcity of ammo. And not necessarily scarce, because ammo, I wouldn't say, was scarce. No, because you could just pull out your chainsaw whenever and just get the ammo back. Yeah, I never used the chainsaw. Well, not whenever, but like – Oh, you didn't use a chainsaw that often? I never, never used it. I used that's, it when you picked it up for the first time, and I never used it after that. In fact, about... Oh, that that's why you're running out of ammo. Well, it wasn't, I wasn't you, running out of ammo, but I was out of ammo for a particular weapon, and that required me to switch to another one, and then I would shoot that one for a bit, and I would have inevitably gotten some from an enemy or something like that. So I never was in like a, oh my god, I can't shoot anymore kind of thing. But I was yeah. getting low on ammo on guns frequently enough that I was encouraged to flip between them pretty often. Uh, in fact, about 80% of the way through the game, I was like, what are those little red bars under my gun? What do those even mean? And so I did a Google. I was like, oh, those are those are the uh, your chainsaw fuel. I totally forgot that existed. And then I did the same thing with the green bars. Like, what are the green bars under there? Oh, the like, big oh, fucking gun. BFE or BFG ammo. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I was picking up that extra ammo. It is BFE. Big fucking ears. No, BFE is That's bumfuck what... Egypt. BFG is, is... Is that what it means? It is, yeah. It's like... It's I've never heard of it middle before. middle of nowhere. I've never heard of it before. No. I was thinking big fucking ears. No. No. BFG no? Okay. is big fucking gun. But, um, yes. So I enjoyed that aspect of it as well. I had a ton of fun with the different variety of guns. What I was... There were a couple of interface things, too. Like, the combat... The thing up in the top right corner that kind of shows you your combat score or whatever... And there's like five things. Yeah, like it's like a it's like a rank rates. basically, four or five stars. Kind exactly. Of yeah. Um, I really liked that mechanic for two reasons. One, it encouraged you, or it, it gave you an idea of how far you are through the level. So I know that if I filled up four of the five of those little circles, it's like cool. I'm almost done with this chapter. Or if I go through a giant ass fight and it's like half of one circle, it's like okay, I'm gonna be killing a lot of shit in this chapter. Uh, the second reason I liked it is because in the later levels, as I started to get tired, I was like, all right, only two more circles to fill up before I'm finally done with this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> a great feeling to be having while playing a game. Oh, yep. I'm almost done. <laughs> so I enjoyed that mechanic as well. Oh, here's another cool thing. This game has interesting as fuck lore. I read every single data entry for every gun. Okay. I'm glad you read into that because I'm kind of curious because I'm like, oh, it's my second time playing it. I'm going to look into this lore more often because I didn't pay attention to that at all. I was just, I love shooting shit. And I played it the second time. I'm like, man, I just love shooting shit. And I never read anything. (laughs) (laughs) I just love shooting shit. No, it was really interesting. And it it gave you, you know, the backstories of like how all of these monsters were created for each monster. It's like how it's created, why, like the science behind, um, 
uh, how they have weapons in their arms and shit like that. Uh, motivations for all of the characters like Samuel and what's her butt. And then also the locations. Motivational speeches for the yeah, monsters. Yeah, motivational speeches. The whole origin <laughs> of the Doom Marine and and uh, him conquering Doom everything. Slayer. Hell, the Doom Slayer, that's it. Well, they Doom call him Marine sometimes too. I don't know. It's officially the Doom Slayer. You're the Doom Slayer. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting, and that makes me like, I kind of wish this was more prominent in the game world a little bit more. Maybe that would have made me mm-hmm. more interested to keep going, because what I wasn't as impressed with is that about halfway through the game, I started to get burnt out on the formula of, all right, this world is just a series of four or five arenas. There might be a blue or a yellow key you have to find to get from arena to arena, but it's four or five arenas where essentially we're just going to say, all right, arena one, we're going to throw six of this guy and ten of that guy and see how you do. And then the next arena, all right, this time we're going to do seven of this guy and eight of that guy and one of these guys. And it's, it just became every single time it was like, all right, I know it's the same mix of enemies in a different order, in a different quantity. And I know now which guns I use on which enemies and what does best. So I, um, I started to get a little tired of that, especially as we get towards the last like two or three chapters. However, in the last little bit of the game, they introduce bosses. Spoilers! If you haven't played the game, stop listening if you don't care about... I mean, if you care about spoilers. Obviously, shut up. You shouldn't be listening to this, you idiot. You know what? Take your cell phone, smash it against your we eyeball. We actually did not even... We did not say this is a spoiler Everybody at all. knows. We should have. Everybody knows. We're talking about it. You should have played it all month with us. You should have given us your impressions, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but, but what if someone doesn't know us they just found... Oh. I want to listen to some Doom content. These guys called Respawning Fire are talking about Doom. I'm just going to listen to it for the first thing ever. They they might. We don't want you. With we us. don't want your view or your <laughs> click. <laughs> Good attitude. We can do without <laughs> ignorance here. Anyway, uh, the bosses I thought were a really cool shakeup to that formula because you get to the mm-hmm. the forget the name of it. The one that's like between Hell and Mars. The the demon you have to fight once and then you get to hell and then you have to fight him again yeah. immediately after. Um, and then the guardians, not they're not called guardians. I can never remember the name of anything in here, but I really enjoyed the boss battles. <laughs> but you read all the lore. I did. I read all of it. <laughs> all the lore. I really enjoyed the boss battles because I feel like they broke up the monotony, but then they also encouraged you. You had to use every single weapon and you had to figure out like their patterns and and how using one weapon at a certain time while they're preparing an attack might stagger them so that you can then shoot the shit out of them and get a bunch of ammo for your other stuff. It was, it was cool. So to jump into one thing that Alex said, Alex Cozina, uh, at Alex Cozina, also known as Cozy Bear, um, one of the things he mentioned is that Doom Slayer was, in a lot of the reviews, a lot of discussion around Doom 2016 when it was first coming out, Doom Slayer was kind of, oh, he's so much more, he has so much more personality than he's ever had before. And he didn't feel like that was the case as much. I didn't but feel that since at you all. Read all the lore, any. Okay, so I was going to say the lore is there anything that kind of adds to that? You're no, the lore that. is all just about like about the the Doom Slayer in particular. It's just those like green prophecy stones you would occasionally come up on, and they would start, and that mm-hmm. voice would be like, and then the Doom Slayer, blah blah blah, and those things. Um, yeah, uh, and it was all just like, and then he came down, struck fear in everyone's hearts, and. And destroyed all the demons, and then so-and-so came up, and they locked him in the coffin, and they sealed him, and now he rests in here. So it's it's that kind of stuff. It's like, it's not anything about his personality. Okay. It's just, he's ruthless, and he just has a desire to murder all the demons. I see. 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree that he doesn't necessarily have, like, a personality, but I definitely got, uh, like, a chuckle when to be like, okay, carefully remove these, you know, uh, tanks or whatever, and he would just stomp on it Uh, instead. Like, things like that I thought were enjoyable, but I think Alex is right that it wasn't, like, prevalent throughout the game enough to be like, oh, he's got a personality. Right, yeah, I would not describe anything that came out of him as, as a personality. Yeah, and uh, to be fair, because also Alex brought up this comparison to Metroid Prime. Can we just and, read Alex's and, impressions? Um, I'm not going to read the entire thing. You're not? Um, do you want me to? I think we should. Okay. Because, I mean, he went to the time to write it, and we asked people, and are going to continue to ask people, to please write in with your impressions. The whole point of Barf is that We'll read the entire thing, then. We're playing this game with Respawn and friends, so we want to know all of your this impressions is true. as you play along with us. This is true. So thank you, Alex, for writing in. So Cozy Bear said, I enjoyed my time with Doom 2016 quite a bit. Going into it, I was getting a little fatigued by shooters as a result of um, having played Borderlands 2 and Titanfall 2, which were our other Barth games um, the past few months, in such close succession to one another over the past few months. However, upon starting it up, I quickly took note of and really came to appreciate just how different and old school Doom felt compared to the former two titles. And the further and further I got into it, the more this appreciation for old schoolness increased, particularly when it came to the labyrinthine nature uh, of the game's levels and the way it encouraged him to constantly keep moving instead of ducking behind cover, which I totally agree with that. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. that, too. And you mentioned that, too, already. All of, the, uh, blah. All of this made for an experience that, despite its superficial similarities to most of those shooters, really felt different from any um, others that I played in quite some time. And as a bit of a sidebar, provided me strong Metroid Prime vibes that I didn't realize I'd been missing until now, which in turn would be really excited for what Metroid Prime 4 will look like if slash when it arrives. When? When? It's going to arrive. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Don't hurt me, Alex. My only real complaint with the game, and I fully acknowledge that this is a weird one, is that I wish Doom Slayer was a little more emotive. I'm totally fine with the Slayer not talking, but I came back. Um, but I remember back when the game first came out in 2016, everyone seemed to be um, gushing praises about how much of a personality he had, despite never saying a word. Pundits like Jim Sterling sung their praises about how about how him pushing away Samuel Hayden's message at the beginning of the game managed to convey so much information and in so small an action, and gifts to the Slayer either giving the little Doom. Um, guys a little fist bump or doing the Terminator two thumbs up when he died in lava were all over social media. Yet when I played the game myself, I found these sorts of moments to be considerably rarer than the industry had made them out to be, which came to um, which came to wish that um, the Slayer um, pantomimed just a little more. Overall, while Borderlands 2 remains my favorite of the three shooters I've played as part of the Respawning Fires barf, simply because of how much I got to experience alongside others, Doom is a close second and followed by Titanfall 2 at a close third. Mm, Doom above Titanfall um, 2. I think I would probably go... I don't know, Titanfall 2 and Doom are very hard to compare, but Borderlands 3 is 3. And I just thought probably... the Titanfall 2 campaign was so genius, and we had so much fun playing the multiplayer. It's so good! Yeah. Well, that's one thing. Let's jump into that. Um, Here's the other yeah, oh, so thing. Yeah, yeah, it was Titanfall 2. Titanfall 2... Um, Doom and then border like a few empty pegs <laughs> and then Borderlands three for me. <laughs> I just want to Borderlands two. I just want to put one thing out there is that I really loved about Titanfall two that I think Doom was lacking is that first person platforming is never really fun 
and I felt that in Doom 2016. Is that anytime you were trying to like jump between small platforms, you had to like hover over somewhere or like climb up something. Yeah. But Titanfall 2, however, made that so fucking fun. So I, I, I the hope cons- they find a way to, to borrow from that. And it looks like they are because they have in the new one, they use like swinging from chains and shit like that in Doom Eternal. And so it yeah, looks like I think. Also, what made Titanfall 2, I think, better for that is that, like, oh, I fell, I'm basically where I left off. Whereas Doom felt like the consequences were too high. If you missed a jump that... Yeah. You you would have to go all the way back to an uh, earlier portion, fight the same exact enemies in the same exact order and all that that you did before, and then try it again. Um, one thing I did appreciate, however, about the, um, about the platforming is that there were a lot of secret areas that I kind of stumble on. Mm-hmm through a second run through that I, that I liked a lot that was kind of cool um but yeah ultimately i feel like that was just there to have a break in the super intense gunplay yeah that's exactly what it was yeah let me read off um dusty's email he sent us as well <gasps> he sent us an email i didn't even see it he did he said, hey, y'all, didn't get a chance to play during game nights, but oh, I think then why Doom... the fuck? Oh, just kidding. He said game nights. <laughs> Uh, during game nights but i think doom tm is a blast it's great for feeling like a badass and non-stop action i played exclusively on switch and there was a few times where my game slowed way down but was fine otherwise only issues that the main story felt repetitive by the end of it and the final boss was a bit anticlimactic would give it four dwayne johnson's out of five four dwayne johnson's (laughs) (laughs) and that's dustin earth hill earth hill Ooh. yes he signed it off dustin earth hill it sounds so raw. Like a hippie. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, I, this is my second time playing the game, but I think that we all kind of agree, including myself, that the big highlight of this game is the super, super intense gunplay. And I think that's why it didn't feel too repetitive to me coming from playing a lot of first-person shooters is that this just feels so much different. And yeah. I think, you know, Cozy Bear nailed it. It has this old-school kind of feel. Um, you're never reloading weapons. Like, you just yeah. shoot. That's all you got to do. It's, it's kind of a cool feeling. It just felt like nonstop. There's really nothing in the game that's designed to stop you in any way outside of those, like, kind of moments of, um, uh, of platforming kind of between those really tense combat sequences. But what I like, and it even goes down to the controls where like you don't interact with any sort of uh, um, touchscreen or like interface in the game. Like we have to like hit something or something like that, or, you know, open a door. You all do it, but just by pushing the right stick, they don't want you to ever let your hands off those sticks. Interesting. Yeah. They just, because it's just, it's always going, even when you're doing the melee kills, it's just hitting those, the stick. Uh, so that was, that was really cool, and even like when you go to access your um, your weapon wheel, mm-hmm. it slows down the game, but not really by that much. So even there, you have to pick your next gun really quickly. I got real good at that. There were times when I'm like killing one of the giant monsters whose like bellies are overflowing, and then there'd be a bunch of little yeah. imps throwing fireballs, and I'd just be like R one up on the thing. Like you could bear for a flash, you see the weapon wheel pop up, and like. Nope, switch to shotgun. Bam, 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 bam. Switch to the Gauss cannon. Bam, bam. It's like, I could switch so quick. I knew where all those guns were. Yeah. So I basically agree with everything everyone's saying about it. I do want to make a comment, though, on... I get why you felt the game was too repetitive. And I feel it's because it's really the same environments almost the whole game. You're basically... Yeah, there are, like, three environments. There's, like, red, rocky areas. There's, like, inside of some spaceship areas... Or space station areas. And then there's, like... 
I don't know what the fuck else. Like he- hell. Is hell. Is hell. Yeah. It's hell. Which are more um, red rocky areas. Which, which basically looks like Mars with skulls and stuff everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can totally appreciate that, and I kind of feel you on that. I think for me, just the combat was just so good throughout that I just I was fine with it. Um, but I think that might be why Doom Eternal is going to be better, because it is promising more diverse locations. I think that's going to make the game feel less repetitive. And you're going to go to hell, you're going to go to your traditional like Doom-level stuff, but also going to go to heaven, and I'm like, ooh, I really want to see what it's like to fight in heaven. Like, what are you fighting in heaven? That sounds awesome. I, I want to do like, that. destroying St. Peter. And... <laughs> <laughs> do you get to fight God? What's that going to be like? It's going to be God, is from God South dead? Park? There is no God. Um... Yeah, I, like this got me really pumped for for playing Doom Eternal. So I think we are the opposite in that way, where I'm like, yeah, it was repetitive, but I know why it was. I feel like I know why it was repetitive, and I feel like that's going to get alleviated in in this. But this is also the same thing as me saying, oh my god, Borderlands Two is so imbalanced. I'm never playing Borderlands Three, and then you're like, they said they're going to fix the balancing. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not playing it. I feel like we've flipped on that. Yep. You had mentioned yeah. there's another game coming out in like a month or two that you're like, I'm now relieved. Oh, Death Stranding. You're like, I'm now relieved that I don't have to play Death Stranding. <laughs> I kind of feel the same way now about Doom Eternal. I'm like, oh, thank God. That's one game I can wait on. I mean, so. I think we're going to have to pick some games to wait on. There's just too much. Too much good especially shit. Now that I'm interested in, especially now that I'm into Dragon Quest Eleven, which is like a 60-hour game yeah. that I'm going to be playing just after Link's Awakening. It's It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So, I'm I'm I love this. I also played Doom Three by like half of it, and it's actually really amazing how much different Doom Three is. You have yeah. to reload your weapons. It's not as fast paced. Um, even though sometimes you can move pretty fast, it doesn't have that same uh, consistent like urgency. Like sometimes you want to duck behind cover to give yourself a moment before you go in and shoot some demons. At least that's how I played Doom Three. Uh, and also, but it has the same thing with the environments where you're basically in a station and then you'll go to the surface of Mars sometimes um, to get to another portion of the station, at least in the parts that I was playing at. Um, at. But you had like, you could worry about oxygen and things like that you don't have to worry about in, in Doom. It had like a much more survival horror mechanic. Yep. As much as Doom can get, at least. That I totally get why they're like, yeah, we can't do that again. We got to go back to what people want in Doom. And I'm kind of glad they did because I, I definitely like Doom 2016 more than Doom 3. But Doom 3 is highly enjoyable, has a much more interesting story throughout. There's actual NPCs that you're legitimately meeting and talking to, as opposed to it's basically audio yeah, this logs. Was, this was basically Olivia and Sam occasionally would pop up. Yeah. But I think that worked in this game because it was all about the the point of this game is the momentum of the of the action. Yeah, that's it. Without that, that this game wouldn't be what it is. And they nailed it. And nailed I think also it. They, speaking of nailing it, you also nailed it with the enemy types too. This has some of the best diversity of enemy types I've really seen in a game. There's not really a standard like like there are some standard like hey this is a shielded enemy but this that's just not that common like the enemies are really diverse and very unique to do the shielded enemy yeah the shielded enemy was the one where I'm like this feels out of place yeah in this, in this entire universe I think I I just use my chainsaw whenever those things came up because like it's just not worth trying what to get around go-to? it what was your go-to it? weapon for most things oh definitely the shotgun definitely yeah. the shotgun and what upgrade it was funny 
Oh, well, see, the thing is, I did the... I basically just went back to my initial campaign. And I could just play the levels individually on their own. Mm-hmm. So I'd start off each level and just have every single um, gun available to me. I didn't have to unlock any. And also, it had all the perks I'd already uh, invested. Gotcha. So, so you I already cheated. had everything. You fucking cheated. I- <laughs> <laughs> no, it was way more fun doing it that way, actually. It was a blast. Like, being in the opening level and being like, this guy's a total grunt, but uh, I'm going to pull out the gas gun and <laughs> just blow his head <laughs> off. <laughs> um. Yeah, definitely the shotgun still, though. And not even the double-barrel shotgun. Straight-up shotgun. Yeah, I, know, I never use the super shotgun. Yeah, never. Um, mostly because if I really needed... There's a moment where the, the super shotgun was going to be useful. I would just hold down the left trigger and do the, the, the triple shot with my shotgun, which effectively does the same. Actually, does more damage, I think. I'm, I was shotgun for things like imps. And then I, my upgrade that I had on the left trigger was the grenade launcher thing, and I used that a ton for all the other like slightly stronger enemies. And then I love that mm-hmm. Gauss cannon, that Gauss cannon, and the rocket launcher with the lock on. That those were my two go tos. Yep. Yeah, when it came to the guys with the big bellies, mm-hmm. um, then uh, I definitely used the rocket launcher on. But the the witches, the ones who would like teleport around all the place, yeah. Gauss gun all the way. Really? It's like two hit. Yeah, two hits of the Gauss gun. Done. Oh no, man! I was just like, they're jumping all over the place. I'm like, fuck it. I'll let my rocket launcher lock them, and I don't even have to point it in the right direction. Oh no, I, I was usually pretty close to them anyway. So I thought that was easier to dodge their attacks. So I was close to them, at least in certain in certain maps. Yeah. Um, did you play the multiplayer with us, or did you? Just I watch watched it? you guys via share play. Um, yeah, and it looked fine. Yeah, it wasn't... I think you really have to like Quake-style arena online shooters. And there has to be a lot of participation. <laughs> it was just you and Yeah, Alex. it's also... Well, we did one match... Where Was Alex and I... Yeah, no, so at a certain point, Alex and I decided we were just going to do quick matches on our own and see if mm-hmm. we can get teamed up with each other. And we, I think we ended up doing that because there were so few people on the servers... <laughs> But here's the thing is that those people are so goddamn good at the game and there's no recharging health at all. So it really just made it so I would just die immediately, usually. And it wasn't like that fun. Where I think that I might be saying that because of the time I was coming off of Titanfall 2, which is really good at keeping players in the game if you're not that good at a first-person shooter by having like kind of grunt enemies for you to fight. And this has none of that. It's purely players who are way more skilled than you, if you're holding the part of at least. <laughs> and that wasn't enjoyable for me because I'm a sore loser baby. When it comes you big, to... big baby. I'm a baby. So, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the multiplayer, but I kind of feel like Doom's, at least for me, is more of a single player experience anyway. But I do kind of wish there was a co op. Is there? I don't think there's a co op. No. I think that'd be kind of sick. I don't know. I feel like, like that'd be weird. Increase the number of demons and then just do co op. That sounds like it'd be awesome. Stu Coop. Just fly the chicken coop, bruh. They have to do like a Doom Youngbloods and like do a co-op version of it. I don't know. Wolfenstein Youngbloods did not get great reviews. I was so disappointed. I didn't play it because well, it got bad reviews. But Well, I'm still going to get that and play it with you as long as you make it to Rister Robot Season 3. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it does not sound like Chad's liking Mr. Robot we'll that much. We'll see. <laughs> Do you have any additional thoughts, Chad? Nope. That's it.
I do have it? three additional thoughts. One, next month, the month of September, that's Spanish for September, we are playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was remember confused. I'm multilingual. We are playing <laughs> Near Automata. Selectively multilingual. <laughs> Near Automata is Only our game. some words. It is obviously not multiplayer, so we're not going to be playing it together. But if you are playing along with us, our goal is to at least just get playthrough A done. And then uh, extra credit that we're all striving for is to get all the way through playthrough E. We're going to try hard because there's a lot of games coming out in September. Um, number two. Oh, yeah. If you would like to influence how we pick our games, um, go ahead and go over to patreon.com slash fire And for just a dollar, you can vote on what we play each month in addition to other fun perks. Also, Alta, Alto, Balto, Ultron, Olaquan. You know that last one I realized is a co-worker, and I'm just... <laughs> Shouting out his name but say, What's that a reference to? Probably uh, something I don't know about, and yeah. it was. Michelle Kwan. There we go. Great. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot what I was going to... Oh, yeah. Bits of Barf. Bits of Barf. So let us know if, we, if we're going to do like little tiny games and like several of them in a month. Let us know what little games you want us to play. Like three to four hours each, maybe one we can accomplish in a week. Do it. I put up on that list already minute as well as paper, please. I don't know if you got my text message. But I got your text please. message and it's already been on my list. So your mom. Oh, it has. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You can check out my future barf lists on GG app. I'm at Chad Mike Innes. <gasps> Ooh, And I'm at Holden DePardo. <laughs> and we're at Respawn Aim Fire. And that's it for our side quest. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing. Here's our usual sign off. EA Sports, give us your money.